Welcome to the Prez Paul podcast, a place for us to engage and hear honest and curious dialogue about Nazareth College, soon to be Nazareth University, and the people at the heart of who we are. Nazareth's changemaker education and the ways students, alumni, faculty, and staff impact our world around us is so inspiring. And I must say our dance program is a shining example of our changemaker education framework. I am truly honored to be joined today by two absolute Nazareth changemakers, graduating senior Kyra Green and dance professor Heather Roth. Kyra is majoring in dance studies and theater and has a minor in acting. She's passionate about dance theater and has found ways to use her passion to advocate for children in the education department and also perform dance and theater on and off the Nazareth College campus. And I have had the absolute pleasure of getting to know Kyra over these years, and she has been an amazing citizen of our community as well. And Heather is the director of Nazareth's undergraduate dance program and has performed nationally and internationally with the Garth Fagan Dance Company and the Bill Evans Dance Company, to name only a few. Her choreography has been presented globally, and she is an active scholar in the field of dance, presenting on pedagogy, somatics, and dance and feminism. And we are so fortunate to have you, Heather. It has really been a pleasure in these last few years to get to know the dance program, to witness it, and what an unusual time to have this dance program. It's really been a, a, you know, as I say, a shining light in our community. So I'm so grateful to both of you for joining me today. I'm looking forward to this conversation. So Kyra, let's start with you. You are a graduating senior. How did that happen? How does it feel? Uh, by the grace of God, um, it feels good. It feels, it just feels really nice. Um, I'm definitely on the different track of like my family of going to college. They're usually on the medical field and I'm, you know, doing art, but it, it feels really good. It, it fulfills my soul with a lot of like happiness and, and it just fills my passion. So I'm excited to see where I can continue to to take with dance and theater and what I'm going to do in the future. So I'm really just excited. Awesome. It's really wonderful. So as you reflect on your time at Nazareth, what are some ways that you think Nazareth has really helped you transform? So I definitely think specifically the dance department has given me a lot of confidence in myself because um, I actually did not come in as, as a dancer. I came as an acting major and then I ended up changing uh, my sophomore year. And so with the NAS as a whole and just like the family orientation of the dance department, I have just grown to like love myself, have confidence in myself and also like work to talk or be an ally for other people who do not have a voice. And I found that through education and through teaching at like the school nine, which is um, an inner city school in Rochester. So I've definitely found that I love to advocate, but I want to figure out how can I advocate through dance? That's fabulous. And that is the change maker coming out in you. I hear that, that intersection, you know, how you have taken your passionate medium, right? Dance and acting and have integrated that with your care for community and your belief in empowering youth. And you're, you're using that so beautifully as, as a tool. So I'm excited to hear about that. 
Heather, I'm sure that you are very, very proud and can feel that uh, Changemaker coming out in Kyra. Talk a little bit about how the dance program educates Changemakers. Yes, you are absolutely right. Very proud of Kyra and excited to kind of see what her next steps are going to be after graduating. Um, I just gave her a little reference yesterday, in fact, from a possible employer. Very exciting. <laughs> Very exciting. Um, I think from day one, the dance program at Nazareth starts kind of shifting the way that students think about dance and movement as soon as they come through our doors. And I think that the approach that we take in the classes, even from the freshmen in their first semester, how they're learning in the classroom through a traditional kind of medium that we think of commonly as dancers don't speak, they just do and they follow, is we're sort of flipping that on its head. And we're, we're giving dancers and students the opportunity to pay attention to what it is that they're doing. So we, we, we train them to be very self-aware and then they have to articulate about that. They have to reflect in the moment about what did you just experience? What was that like? Compare it to this or that. And then also we train them right out of the gate for how to look at other people and see what's going on with them and how is that different? And so they start learning how to, how to self-reflect, how to then be observant and really listen to other people, how to then communicate with other people and build a collaborative framework right from their very first class. So I think all of those skill sets start them on that pathway to really thinking about how, how do I become a leader? How, how do I make change in myself first? How do I help someone else make change? And so they're doing on, on kind of like a, a microscopic scale, if you will, but those are transferable skills that they can take anywhere. That's really powerful. And, you know, as I think about these last few years that Kyra has been here what an amazing time that we have been living through. I mean, I, I think that we're going to be making sense of this time for years and years to come. And there have been so many seismic challenges and of movements that we've all experienced these last few years. So how has that influenced how you think about dance education? I think it has made it even more evident to me that the work that we do in dance and education is the utmost importance. Um, so rather than really shifting too much about how I went about doing things other than the, you know, some safety measures and things like that that we had to institute in the classroom, um, it really just reinforced and underscored the need for what we do and the skills that we're teaching are ever more in demand in this world, um, developing people who are empathetic, developing people who can um, use those skills to kind of center themselves, to reflect, to create bridges, to collaborate with others, to have pluralistic ways of thinking in the world. So all of the things that we were already doing, it just was like, yes, we are, we are, what we're doing is needed right now, even more than ever before, I feel like. 
Oh, I agree with you 100%. It's what makes what Kyra is doing, and I know what many do in the program and connecting it with community, it makes it so, so powerful. So Kyra, I know that you had an extraordinary opportunity to study abroad last summer. This was the first year that the dance program was part of our London study abroad program. And I remember running into you as you were returning and just feeling that excitement of that transformational experience that you had. What stands out to you about that experience? Being able to go abroad, you're immediately immersed into their culture and specifically their culture when it comes to art and how that country um, either respects art or how they allow their community to receive art. And so starting first with the education, I felt when I was able to take undergraduate and graduate classes at um, the University of Roehampton. So I was able to like meet so many different people on different levels of education and like speak to different professors and speak to different students. And like, of course, across the board, they were like passionate about dance, but the way that each individual thought about dance and how they were going to use it in their future was just so like, whoa, I never even thought that you could use dance in that way, um, especially since Roehampton also has a really diverse campus when it comes to other people studying abroad. So like a lot of my classes, I had um, students who were from um, China and other um, Asian countries. And like the way that some of those students were talking about dance and the way that they wanted to use it when they got back home was just so like astronomically amazing. Um, but in London as a whole, and also getting to travel to different countries, um, cause I went to Germany as well to like see their art. Um, and I also auditioned for like the West End, the way that the country and the continent, I've, I feel like as a whole is like, here are discounted tickets to go and view all these amazing shows and, oh, you can pay, pay now or pay later. So it was just like the appreciation of, of art was just so amazing and I, just felt so grateful that I was able to go see shows that I felt like that I wouldn't have been able to see in like a million years, which just really revved up the the need to advocate for dance and art more once I got back into the state and making sure that it is accessible to my students or is accessible to anyone, whether I stay in New York or go back home to Texas. So it definitely like gave me a little bit of a charge. I know it did because I heard it when you came back. It was really exciting. And then you came back and the Limon dance troupe was here. That was phenomenal. Uh, And what an amazing experience. You know, I know that this is something that's really special about all of our arts and performing arts programs is the opportunity to study with you know, wonderful people and talent from all over the world. And it was really extraordinary. I I enjoyed coming to your latest performance and seeing your implementation of some of the learning from working with Limon. That was really exciting. Heather talks about, has talked about Limon for the past four years. Like coming in, I was like, I don't know who Jose Limon is. And then the more that she talked about it and the more that I did my own research, um, I was like, I have to some way, somehow be involved in this company, um, whether it be like taking master classes or workshops. And then it just so happens that my last year that 
they were one of the guest artists, which was just so amazing that I got cast and I'll forever be grateful for that experience because I learned so much about my own personal technique and how I want to, you know, draw inspiration from that. But also just like the amazing story of Jose Limon and how he is a, a Mexican immigrant. And just like he just felt the need to like honor the teachers that he had, but also honor his own cultural history and like tell stories, which I feel like as a black woman, that is something that I also like feel deeply is like, I want to be able to tell my story and like how, what I experience. So it was just, it was definitely a great way to end my year and also a great way to like continue my year. Cause I'm able to go, I'm actually going with a friend to do the work, the summer intensive in New York oh, city. So I'm just so excited to just awesome. continue that legacy. That is so exciting. And I have to say, when I saw your performance, uh, you know, a couple of weekends ago, um, they would be really proud of you all and the quality of what you produced. It was, it was very, very moving and very, very beautiful. So um, congratulations to you all. So Heather, you know, engagement with the community, bringing this out into the world, it's such an important part of what we're all about so talk a little bit more about how your students are engaged in the community. Yes, it is an ever evolving project or multiple projects, I should say. I mean, the, the Jose Limon Company residency was a really visible aspect of the dance community and how communities can kind of intersect. We worked with the, the um, Nazareth music department so that they played uh, live for the performance that you saw a couple weeks ago. So it was sort of this like octopus, multi-branches, multi-arms of connecting the company with our campus, connecting the reconstructor who came, was a former dancer with the company, um, who has his own fabulous history as a Colombian um, immigrant and talked and worked with the dancers about that experience. So it was just sort of this vast experience that was really a cool culmination to have that performance last two weekends ago. Um, but other ways that we are engaged through our work in multiple classes, actually. So we have several classes on the campus that already have kind of built into the recipe of them that they will be working with community members, whether that's campus community uh -huh. or whether that's extracurricular community. Um, for example, just last week at the CARS presentation, um, one of my classes in the program called Dance Pedagogy, which is dance and education, right. um, presented on all of the many projects that they did over the course of the semester um, working with Sisters of St. Joseph and, and, and teaching movement to them, the um, nursing home at St. John's, the a couple of public middle schools and high schools, the project that Kyra's doing at school nine and, and taking dance to other places, to other people, to different audiences and teaching them more about the educational and health benefits of dance. So there's that. Um, we also have a course called Community and Collaboration. I mean, of all things. Mm -hmm. And that, that 
also is specifically about engaging different ways to collaborate with artists across disciplines, um, to collaborate in different ways with the community, whether that's you know, bringing community to our campus, which Kyra, you did that last year when you took that course, um, where you brought students actually to the campus to work with some of our students and faculty. Um, so just all sorts of different ways that we're, we're really trying to not only integrate dance, but integrate dance in a lot of different ways so that we're, we're sharing sort of the, the social benefits of it, the mental health benefits of it, the physical benefits of it, the educational benefits of it. So like Hira was saying, just the, the vast variety of ways that dance can be in people's lives and their futures and their careers is astounding. I would say most of the students in the dance program are double majors and you would look at it and be like, huh, how are they going to put together right. math and dance? Right. They're going to put together global sustainability in dance. I love that. And it's fascinating how they are integrating those seemingly disparate disciplines um, in ways that seem so relevant and, and oh yes, of course, those two things together make sense in this project that you're doing, it's obvious. So, you know, there's such a wide range of ways that we are really um, going out into the community and making change. I love that. What great examples. And I do love that about NAS is that, you know, our students can put together seemingly disparate areas of study or seemingly disparate interests. And here we find a way to make them an integrative whole. And that's what you're describing. It's really powerful. And that's what a change maker does, right? You know, we go out into the world and find new pathways and forge new pathways to engage people, to help people reflect, to help people learn, and to help people choose a positive path forward for progress. So it's really exciting. I, I've enjoyed very much getting to know um, what you all are doing. And I enjoyed the CARS presentations. They were excellent. So it's exciting to, to hear about the, um, the ways in which you are evolving. So Kyra, hate to tell you, but commencement is around the corner. It's very exciting. And I'm looking forward to seeing you on stage. You are such an inspiring example for so many people, for people in our community, for all of those young students that you're working with in the greater Rochester community. So grateful to you for doing that. If you had a conversation right now with 18-year-old Kyra, or perhaps with some incoming students today, what would you say? I would say that if you have a third option, drop it. It's okay to have those first two and just give it 110% because you never know what's going to come your way and who you're going to meet and how you're going to evolve those um, options. So I would say that. And I would also say Give yourself credit, like you have come a long way and don't dwell on like the small, of course your feelings are valid, but don't dwell too, too long and too hard because you really have done amazing things and you will continue to do amazing things. You just have to believe in yourself and have that confidence in yourself. I see that in you. I also see someone who has been very open to experience. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? I am someone who, maybe it's because I'm a middle child, but I am so big on flying out the nest. And 
I remember just like my mom being like, don't go to New York, don't go to New York. But I mean, I went to New York and then I went up abroad and now I'm going abroad again. And I just value experience because you never know who you are going to meet. I feel like out of all of the experiences that I've had, I've met someone that has really motivated me again or has added new perspective to what I've been thinking or, or helped me in some sort of way. And so experience is just, it just allows you to put more tools in your toolbox and having more tools in your toolbox, you're able to help yourself, but you're able to help so many other people because you have different perspectives of how you can reach out to different people because not everyone is the same and some people need a little bit more than others. Um, so that's what I value about experience. And you can't put a, you can't put a book on experience. Like 30 years down the line, I could tell my grandchildren, yeah, I went to Germany. Don't know how I got there, but it was so much fun. <laughs> Here's all these pictures that I have. I love so it. it's just, it's such, it's, if I could give anyone the experience that they wanted to have, oh, I would give it a hundred and ten percent. That's so wonderful. I can just feel the pride emanating from Heather as well as you're talking about your experience. And, you know, you talk about somebody who believes in flying from the nest. Well, let me tell you, this nest will always be here for you. So this is a community that is now always yours. And we will always take pride in where you go. And we will always be here to be a nest for you. So it has been an absolute honor to be with you here at NAS, and I can't wait to see where your wings take you because I know that they will take you. So thanks to you both. Heather, what you're doing is so inspiring and I, I feel it. I feel it in, in a lot of our students and I am so grateful. Kyra, really proud of you. Thank you so much and thanks to everyone for joining today. Thank you for listening. <laughs>